Good morning. Let's confess our sins to the Lord. Almighty and most merciful Father, we've wandered and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We've offended against your holy laws. We've left undone those things that we ought to have done. We've done those things that we ought not to have done. There's no health in us. But you, Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare those who go to confess their faults. Restore those who repent according to your promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant him most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Our God is a faithful God, he keeps all his promises, and he's promised in his word that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let's pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord open our lips, and our mouth will proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The first lesson is from Proverbs chapter 17. Better is a dry morsel with quietness than a house full of feasting with strife. A wise servant will rule over a son who causes shame and will share an inheritance among the brothers. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the hearts. An evildoer gives heed to false lips. A liar listens eagerly to a spiteful tongue. He who mocks the poor reproaches his maker. He who is glad at calamity will not go unpunished. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children is their father. Excellent speech is not becoming to a fool, much less lying lips to a prince. A present is a precious stone in the eyes of its possessor. Wherever he turns, he prospers. He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. Rebuke is more effective for a wise man than a hundred blows on a fool. An evil man seeks only rebellion. Therefore a cruel messenger will be sent against him. That a man meet a bear robbed of her cubs, rather than a fool in his folly. Whoever rewards evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is like releasing water, therefore stop contention before a quarrel starts. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the just, both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. Why is there in the hand of a fool the purchase price of wisdom? since he has no heart for it. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. A man devoid of understanding shakes hands in a pledge and becomes surety for his friend. He who loves transgression loves strife and he who exalts his gate seeks destruction. He who has a deceitful heart finds no good and he who has a perverse tongue falls into evil. He who begets a scoffer does so to his sorrow and the father of a fool has no joy. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. A wicked man accepts a bribe behind the back to pervert the ways of justice. Wisdom is in the sight of him who is understanding, but the eyes of a fool are in the ends of the earth. A foolish son is grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. Also to punish the righteous is not good, nor to strike princes for their uprightness. He who has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of a calm spirit. Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. 
When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. Here ends the lesson. The second lesson is taken from Mark chapter 8. In those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their own houses, they will faint on the way, for some of them have come from afar. Then his disciples answered him, How can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? He asked them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven. And so he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took them the seven loaves and gave thanks, broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before them, and they set them before the multitude. They also had a few small fish, and having blessed them, they said to them, also, they set them also before them. So they ate and were filled, and they took up seven large baskets of leftover fragments. Now those who had eaten were about four hundred and four thousand, and he sent them away. Immediately he immediately got into the boat of his disciples and came to the region of Dalmanutha. Then the Pharisees came out and began to dispute with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven, testing him, but he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why does this generation seek a sign? Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. And he left them and, getting into the boat again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread, and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the, and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes do you not see? And having ears do you not hear? And do you not remember, when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of fragments did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. Also, when I broke the seven for the four thousand, how many large baskets of fragments did you take up? They said seven. So he said to them, How is it you do not understand? Then he came to Bethsaida, and they brought a blind man to him, and begged him to touch him. So he took the blind man by the hand, led him out of the town, and when he had spit on his eyes uh, and put his hands on them, on him, he, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. Then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. And he was restored and saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town, nor tell anyone in the town. Now Jesus and his disciples went out to the towns of Caesarea Philippi, and on the road he asked his disciples, saying to them, Who do men say that I am? So they answered John the Baptist, but some say Elijah, and others one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said to him, You are the Christ. Then he strictly warned them that they should tell no one about him. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. He spoke this word openly. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned around and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. When he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. 
For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Here ends the lesson. Psalm 17 Hear a just cause, O Lord, attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer, which is not from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from your presence. Let your eyes look on the things that are upright. You have tested my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and have found nothing. I have purposed that my mouth shall not transgress concerning the works of men. By the word of your lips I have kept away from the paths of the destroyer. Uphold my steps in your paths, that my footsteps may not slip. I have called upon you, for you will hear me. O God, incline your ear to me and hear my speech. Show your marvellous loving-kindness by your right hand, O you who save those who trust in you, from those who rise up against them. Keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me under the shadow of your wings, from the wicked who oppress me, from the deadly enemies who surround me. They have closed up their fat hearts, With their mouths they speak proudly. They have now surrounded us in our steps. They have set their eyes crouching down to the earth. As a lion is eager to tear his prey, and like a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, confront him, cast him down. Deliver my life from the wicked with your sword. With your hand from me, O Lord, from men of the world, who have their portion in this life, and whose belly you fill with your hidden treasure, they are satisfied with children, and leave the rest of their possession for their babes. As for me, I will see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear 
in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the, the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, save the Queen and grant her government wisdom. Let your ministers be clothed with righteousness and let your people shout for joy. O Lord, save your people and bless those whom you have chosen. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and let your glory be over all the earth. O God, make clean our hearts within us and renew us by your Holy Spirit. O Lord, you never fail to support and govern those whom you bring up in your steadfast love and fear. Keep us, we pray, under your continual protection and providence and give us a perpetual fear and love of your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. God, the offer of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your protection, may not fear the power of any adversary through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, we give you thanks for bringing us safely to the beginning of this new day. Defend us in it with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, nor run into any kind of danger. But govern and guide us in everything we do, so that we may always do what is righteous in your sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Loving Heavenly Father, at this time of great uncertainty in our country and around the world, we pray that people would turn to you for stability and comfort. We pray particularly for those who don't yet know Jesus that through some means in the midst of all that's happening, they would hear the good news of him, grant them repentance and the knowledge of the truth, that they may know you and the secure joy of eternal life in him. For we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. As we draw this time of morning prayer to a close, perhaps you might like to continue in prayer for a few minutes to lift up to the Lord the day and its tasks, the world and its needs, and the church and our life. Amen. <laughs> 